From Grain to Glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I am Brian. And this is the best beer show on the internet. Mmm. <laughs> All right. Before we get too deep here, I want to give a big shout out to the uh, American Homebrewers Association. They do less support homebrewing and homebrewers, and now they support us. During the AHA, we'll give you discounts at homebrew shops and select tap rooms, as well as give you access to the fantastic Zymergy magazine. Click on the furlink on our homepage or use blind-ninja-studios at checkout and join today. I want to give a big shout out to our patrons, specifically our Black Belt patrons, Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornson, Hoppenrail Brewing, Brian Bryanson, Devin Simpson, Phil Feldman. And Tyler Romanski. If you'd like to be a a patron or a black belt patron, head over to patreon.com slash blinderstudios and become a patron today. Also, uh, this year we're going to do a kind of a patron push. So if there is something you would like to see uh, as part of your patron package or what have you, go ahead and uh, let us know. Uh, We're trying to revamp that a little bit. Right now you get access to our live streams for this show. Um, and a few other things. So yeah, you can check that out. See my butt crack if we when we brew, <laughs> when we brew next time again. I mean, it was uh, pretty fancy. <sighs> You're saying my butt crack's fancy? It's a fancy butt crack. Oh boy! I mean, you shave it real nice. Uh, <laughs> Brian, yes. What have you been up to beer related lately? Oh, so Zimbergy Brewing. Brewery, brewing company, whatever. Right, but is, is, is it Zimmergy or Zimmergy or Zimmergy or? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So they, <laughs> they are probably the only place in the area, and by that I mean the Menominee area, that literal middle of nowhere. Um, they have been hosting these heavy metal shows. And so I have had ample opportunity to try a bunch of their beers because they they're – getting these national and international touring acts. And so we were watching a technical death metal band from uh, France, which was pretty, pretty cool. Uh, but uh, they have a, um, a Belgian IPA. Oh. That, yeah. And I don't, you know, I mean, for, for a hot minute, that was like. That was the thing yeah, for a second. Yeah, re- really hot for a while. I mean, that was probably, you know, a few years ago, but. Um, yeah, it's really, it's really great. Uh, nice and, and crisp. I think a Belgian nice. would lend really well to, um, or it does lend really well to, uh, adding some hops because you've got a fairly high attenuation level on that type of beer mm-hmm. for one. And for two, there's some interesting fruity characteristics that you can kind of pull out of a Belgian, beer depending on you know what you want to do for fermentation temperature or conditioning uh and so I, I think it's a good opportunity to showcase some some hops uh, and i think they did a great job um i know uh when i looked at my uh credit you know my bank statement i i spent 50 dollars there <laughs> drinking beer so i i had a good time but yeah what about you Oh man, I I don't know. I don't think I've really been up to nope. much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I spent the last month in New Zealand. Uh, yeah, so I made uh, the trip to the place next to Down Under, um, and it was a blast. I had a great time. Uh, I'll talk more specifically about the trip on uh, Department of Defense 
uh, tonight. So if you guys missed that episode, it'll be it'll come out like two days before this episode of Homebrew Bound. Uh, but specifically beer wise, uh, I had a lot of New Zealand pilsners. Um, I also had a ton of hazies and a few American IPAs because that style has apparently really caught on there. Uh, they're doing IPAs with American hops as like a special thing to do. That's because wow. it's the inverse of what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause it, it's harder for them to get American hops than it is. New, like it's, it's really fascinating. Um, but the, the New Zealand IPAs I had, I mean, well, they were just called IPAs there. Some were <laughs> called, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, NZ pales or NZ IPA. Because they use Z instead of Z because they're weird and Canadian. Um. (laughs) We do do a lot of like alienating (laughs) listeners. (laughs) Wasn't I bagging on French people one time like recently? Yeah, French, the English, the Canadians, (laughs) the the Kiwis. (laughs) <laughs> and like, like just Commonwealth nations our, and our, France, our, apparently. Our, our like greatest <laughs> listener base is n- outside of the U.S. <laughs> why are why? What's wrong with us? <laughs> so you have Andy's in the chat. So hey, Andy, <laughs> he was the one that called me out. <laughs> he did. He sent you the, the email. It was fantastic. Oh man. Um. Yeah. So I hit a few uh, really cool breweries over there i hit uh emerson which is the oldest craft brewery uh in new zealand um, how old was it though uh in the 90s oh that's pretty yeah yeah, yeah i mean yeah. that's i mean like that's the genesis of right it was and it was across the street from the oldest brewery in uh new zealand which was from uh the late 1800s was uh so i mean i guess you'll get into this in department of offense but yeah. like is Australia or is New Zealand like, uh, like was it? It wasn't a prison colony, but like what? No, um, it's so I'm not and I'm not a hundred percent sure on uh, how like the settling of New Zealand went, but I know uh, Captain Cook uh, was the one credited with discovering it. Oh, right. <laughs> um, and then, uh, but like, so New Zealand itself was unsettled for a very long time and the Maori were the first ones to settle it. They're like Pacific Island people mm-hmm. and they went there and they settled it and there were no, uh, no land mammals on there, just birds. What? Yeah. Are there kangaroos now? No, uh, but they are having a, uh, an issue with possums and wombats. Yeah, so we're trying to get rid of all those. Wow. Yeah. There's, I mean, is it, there's just like a lot of food for them to eat and a lot of. Well, yeah, a lot of birds that never learned how to fly because they didn't have to. Oh, for So the birds sake. just run along the ground and they're slower than the possums. Goddamn ground birds. Yep. But they're hilarious looking ground birds. Um, yeah, so we spent some time uh, north no, on the north side of the South Island uh, in like uh, the Nelson Savan area. Which is where those hops are That's from. That's an uh, interesting. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. All right. Um, and it's massive wine country there. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, and so we spent. Uh, if we, it's good for hops, then it's good for grapes. Yeah, I mean, and part of that is I was talking to Lucy about this, and she said something like, "Did you want tomato on your sandwich?" And I was like, "No, I don't eat like out of season hot house out tomatoes. of season tomatoes from America." Like. 
the only time I've ever had like really decent tomatoes are like from a person's garden or from another country, like when I've been in that country mm-hmm. because of the way that hops. Uh, the terroir. Know, well, yeah, the terroir. And like, God, you're so douchey. Stre- <laughs> I, I think <laughs> stressing, stressing out grapes and stressing out different plants and hops and things like that really punctuates or I don't know, not punctuates, accentuates um, certain flavors, certain flavors. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I had a lot of uh, a lot of really good beer. Um, uh, my favorite was it was called the Mischievous Kia IPA. It was a local beer out of uh, Queenstown, uh, an IPA. Uh, I don't think it was a hazy. I think it was just a New Zealand IPA. Uh, and a Kia is a type of parrot that they have there. That uh, it's supposedly the smartest bird in the world, huh. and they. They're they're primarily in like the fjordlands, and it, when you park your car to like go do like a hike or whatever, um, they like to rip the wiper blades off, like the rubber from the wiper blades off of cars. Wow! And just destroy it, and then like leave it. Huh. They also like to. Uh, they've been known to distract. Uh, a backpacker, like one will like distract, like like be all like cute and preeny or whatever, while the other one is tearing apart its pack. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, a couple of uh, Kias got really interested in my hiking poles uh, that were holding up part of our tent uh, one night or like in the morning. And I just heard like them pecking at or like trying to steal my hiking poles. So I stuck my head. I was like, hey, leave that alone. <laughs> <laughs> and then I like backed off a little bit and then they came. Like, they don't give a fuck. Nice. But yeah. It was a really good IPA. I had a bunch of them. Awesome. All right. Well, we should probably get on with the show because uh, we're going to later in the show we're going to do a spotlight on New Zealand Pilsner, which is a BGC BJCP category. Uh, but first, we have a homebrew tasting to do. We have to taste the cold tropical barley wine. That's right. It's the first beer that we made with our roller style challenge. Oh my god! What's wrong with us? And we live streamed it. We did. That's where my butt crack was involved, as aforementioned butt crack. Yeah, I, I like that. That's the big takeaway from that. Not the the mess up from our brew day or anything like that. Do, have we talked about that yet? Uh, very little. Okay. Yeah, we had to. You know, it's it's interesting. Let's just pat ourselves on the back for being seasoned brewers because we were like, well, we'll just do this. We basically had to do. More or less had to do a decoction in a sense. Yeah, we did an accidental decoction with this yeah. because uh, my Bruzilla didn't handle this. And like I looked at it and I'm like, this isn't going to handle it. Ryan looked at it and he's like, it's not going to handle it. And then we looked at each other and we're like, ah, fuck it. Let's try it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we just we shrugged and mashed in anyway. <laughs> oh, man, that's just that's that like jaded i've brewed hundreds of batches of beer <laughs> like okay, like maybe we're we'll wrong just go ahead and match. <laughs> and then yeah it became very apparent that very quickly we had way way too much grist and so, and so we had to switch to my old mash ton yeah. and then get things up to temp and there's something to be said to about keeping some some spare gear yeah on hand, namely an entire mash ton. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, it, it ended up uh, being an interesting brew. We did not miss numbers uh, by much. Our final gravity was only three points off. Uh, we were shooting for 11.01. We ended it up at 10.98. And that's a big-ass beer, y'all. Yes. By um, the way. Um, so, uh, recipe for this, for those of you who don't remember, um, it is 45.5% uh, Golden Promise, 45.5% Maris Otter, 4.5% uh, Blackstrap Molasses, and 4.5% uh, C40 from Brees. Then we did uh, 82 IBUs of Warrior uh, at 60 minutes. Then at Flameout, we tossed in two ounces of Matuka uh, at, uh, and two ounces of Strata. And then I did a dry hop of Matuka and Strata. Um, and then we did a primary fermentation of uh, USO5. And then a secondary fermentation for lack of a better word. Yeah. Um, or a lager phase, I think I is would be a better way to say it. We did a lager phase with W3470. Uh, okay. Um, did you want to recap um, the reason why we're doing the roll, roll st- style? Because uh, Bjorn asked us to? Yeah. Well, he's like, go on, you come up with things. I'm like, yeah, I will, except I'm going to make a die do it. And I came up with uh, <laughs> with a couple of tables. Um, Andy, it is not a real brew day without a cock up. You are correct. <laughs> he's not wrong. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that was the that's the recipe of the brew day. Like we said, went off not too bad. I mean, we had the initial cock up, and then it was fine. Um, this fermented out to ten nineteen. We were originally shooting for ten seventeen, so I a little mean, higher, but uh, we mashed a little high. It's pretty. It's pretty close. There's an. I mean, if you would get much lower than ten seventeen, I think it would be too dry yes. for the style. I think. Well, the style that we invented. <laughs> yeah. I know, so we, we were we were looking for a, a mix between like a cold IPA and a tropical stout. Yeah. Um, I really like this beer. Uh, he, he was saying that, and, and I'm kind of mad about it. Resisted tasting it until yes. now. And so let's let's start with start yeah. with appearance, um, and then we'll go into aroma, and then we'll go into taste. So my khaki beige off white. Mm, probably more beige, not really off white. Yeah, Head more beige is really sticking around. Mm-hmm. Um, it is clinging, clinging to this. You know, the colloidal protein is sticking to the side of the glass. Uh, it has been sitting here for probably 10, 15 minutes, at least ten, if not fifteen minutes. So um, better to warm this up a little bit too. To clarity, kinda, it's not quite pouring perfectly clear. So when I yours is more clear than mine. Yeah, though, so they're I getting think. clearer as we go. Yeah. Uh, just because I haven't pulled a ton of pints off of this keg yet. The Devin Stinson... Uh, Patented beer light. PBL. Uh, here, Brian, if you oh, want to use... look at that. Here, try that one. That one might be a little clear. Uh-huh. I don't know. Um, Copper. It's definitely copper. Like, it's this beautiful copper color. Yeah, this is... It's one of those... It's the type of color like where when you are looking through the light at the glass that it's darker towards the middle kind of. Yeah, it has like that cone of darkness in the middle Mm -hmm. and then it's lighter on the outside. All right. 
aroma is? Uh, there's hops. It's hops, but just what I expected. Caramel mixed with dark, layered caramel. Layered caramel. With dark fruit. Holy moly, this smells amazeballs. Right? Wow. Uh, there's there's a little bit of tropical fruit. Uh, it, it's almost fruit cakey. That I think we were kind of... We were kind of going there. Going yeah. there, right? Like, weren't we, more or less? This caramel. Like, there's some pineapple. This caramel is like. Yeah. It smells like I just unwrapped a hunk of caramel. Like, caramel? Caramel, caramel. Oh my goodness. Uh, it has a really nice bitterness, but it, like, it's a sweet bitterness. It is, it is quite firm. Uh, like, triple IPA bitterness. Yeah, it's pretty bitter. Uh, but in a good way. And, like, the body drops out. Like, it doesn't have the chewiness of a barley wine. Yeah, but it still has, like, a like a very caramel caramel sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. I am not upset with this beer at all. Go figure. Two people that have brewed hundreds of right. batches of beer would be So, I have a question. Do you, do you get any <laughs> lager-like characteristics from this beer? Um, like, we used the lager I'm, yeast. I lagered it for a month. I'm having a tough time getting past the bitterness and the caramel, and mm-hmm. I need a few more sips. I yep. need a three-sip rule. It's a it's a really fascinating beer to me. Um, I get the, like a re- oh. there is fermentation character, mm-hmm. and and it is slightly lagery. Yeah, it's hard to pick out, but it's there. I'll be goddamned. This beer is way better than it has any right to be, <laughs> and I'm mad about it. Yeah. Um, if if I got this at a brewery, I'd be I'd be over the moon. Like I'd be like, I don't know if this is a barley wine, but I love it. Right. It's interesting. It's warming too. Yep. It's not hot. Nope. But there's definitely alcohol there. Like yeah. it, come, it came in at ten point ten point four percent. Okay, it's a little bit hot. There's a little solventy. Yeah. But I just kind of picking it out after the third or fourth sips here. Interesting. I think you know, obviously, with time. It, the solvent will drop out a little bit. Will mellow, and then the um, that, the, the that hop character. crazy bitterness. Will. But I, I I do really appreciate the hop character because it it does have floral. It's floral. It's fruity. It's fruity. Oh man, it's so baffling. All of it is all very very hard to pick out because this is this is beer has a lot going on. This is, um, this is a beer you could write a novel about. Yeah. It's, because there, there's that there's that caramel sweetness like there's it's layered, you get like you get like biscuit caramel and then like really like sweet like I wanna I wanna like change it up so I'm gonna say caramel like the little like individually wrapped like if you're gonna yeah. make caramel corn yeah what did what did Dave at the the beer tender at the brew pub say earlier today he said Dickensian yeah it's Dickensian. <laughs> There's a twist and turn in here. Yep. <laughs> is this a triple IPA? Is this a barley wine? I don't know. It's a cold tropical barley wine. Jeez. Man. Uh, yeah. Well, listeners, if you want, um, we will gladly send you this recipe. Uh, I mean, it's already available, um, ah, but I'll, I'll try to go. throw it in the, I'll try to remember to throw it in the notes. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's an interesting beer. Yeah. Mm. I'm excited to see how this keg changes as we drink it because it's been yeah. another one where I'm not one to like grab pints of big beers. 
I've pulled a couple of pints of this one. <laughs> Interesting. Just because okay. it's, it doesn't drink like a barley wine. No, and it's it, because of how attenuated it is. Yeah. For, like it drinks like a double or triple IPA. Definitely. Where it has like that that body's cut out. I'm not feeling full after it. That's that's kind of the main yeah, goal. And it's dangerous. Oh. I'm I'm blown away. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> I'm mad that I like it. Yeah. But I like it. I've been anticipating this since you got back. Like I've been very excited to try this, and I'm, I'm, I'm very much, not I'm very not disappointed. And teaser episode after this, uh, we will be drinking the mead that Casey made, which is another um, thing that I am very, very excited the mead's to better. try. Well, yeah, and he was like, "Which one do you want to start with?" And I was like, "Well, ten percent or eight percent. Like, I don't <laughs> does know, it matter? Whatever." Yeah, we're drinking wee little beers today. Yeah, yeah. He asked if I wanted a sipping beer for the show, and I said, "Nope." Good call. I mean, we did have like four beers at the brew pub or three or three. whatever, and, uh, and a sandwich over like three hours. We had sandwiches. We paced ourselves. It's yeah, all good. we watched WrestleMania. Was- we got way into WrestleMania. <laughs> That's a whole other if show. If you're looking for us, <laughs> we're watching WrestleMania at the Brew right. Club. Let's, uh, let's dive into this New Zealand Pilsner, because I'm right. really, really excited to talk about this. Let's I had a bunch of these uh, all over the country. Um, I'm trying to... Um, oh, crap. You want to use your hands to signal the numbers that need to go into this computer? Oh. <laughs> Just turn it towards me. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. It's okay. I'll just remember to not, I don't know. I, uh, once again, I'd already left my house in case he was like, friendly reminder to bring your fucking laptop. Um, I want to give a shout out to Searchlight Brewing in Queenstown, New Zealand. Uh, they had one of the best uh, uh, NZ Pilsners that I had. Nice. And yeah, just want to give them a shout out. You ever make it down there? Tell yeah, them Casey yeah. sent you. Well, I mean, they didn't, I didn't. You know, whatever. Talk to them, but yeah, just tell, just tell them, tell them, tell them anyway. Tell them anyway, <laughs> and then let them know about this podcast. Mm-hmm. All right. So overall impression: this is a so this is X five. So this is a um, it's not technically in the style guidelines yet, but it's being considered. So it has the X mm-hmm. uh, denominator. Um, this is a pale, dry, golden color, cleanly fermented beer, showcasing the characteristic tropical, citrusy, fruity, grassy New Zealand type hops. Medium body, soft mouthfeel, and a smooth palate and finish with a neutral to bready malt base provide the support for this very drinkable, refreshing, hop forward beer. <coughs> um, Brian, you want to take aroma? I do, I do. Uh, medium to high hop aroma. Um, that, that could probably stop reading there unless you wanted to add the tropical fruit citrus. Like, that's that's pretty much it um, for hops. Medium to low malt and support, so neutral, bready to crackery quality, so the same thing you could expect out of a Pilsner. Medium to low, medium malt and support with neutral... Oh, sorry, I read that part. Low DMS is acceptable. This is one of the rare, uh, rare times. Very low. Right, like a hint like is it there i don't know like you know if it gets much over that we're gonna have to dock points but acceptable but not required neutral clean yeast character optionally uh with a very light sulfur quality which is is interesting like there are some some pilsners and you just can't get around that that sulfur character Mm -hmm. 
Um, hop character should be most prominent uh, in the balance, but some malt character needs to be evident. Appearance, we're looking for straw to deep golden color, but most examples are yellow gold. Generally quite clear to brilliant clarity. Haziness is a fault. We love to see that. Yes. Uh, creamy, long-lasting white head. Hmm. You hit us on the flavor. Yeah. Medium to high hop bitterness. Um, clean, bitter, not harsh is very key, most prominent. Uh, lasting into the aftertaste, medium to high hop flavor with similar, similar characteristics as the aroma. So your tropical citrus, gooseberry, melon, grass, um, medium to medium low malt flavor, grainy, sweet, bready, or crackery. Uh, that's interesting. We could talk about like a recipe and how to get that grainy, sweet, bready cracker. Clean ferment, uh, fermentation profile. Um, fermentation, fermentation esters are a fault, so don't throw a Belgian yeast in there. Dry to off dry with a clean, smooth finish and bitter, but not harsh aftertaste. The malt may suggest an impression of sweetness, and that's where we get into more of the grainy sweet rather than, like, malty sweet, which yeah. is not acceptable. Um, the finish may be dry, but not crisp or biting, so you're really kind of, like... You really need to dial in your fermentation on this. It can't be too dry. Uh, the balance should always be bitter, uh, but the malt flavor must be noticeable, which makes sense because... It's a pilsner. A pilsner, yeah, is a malt. Very malt forward. Forward. Uh, Mouthfeel, we're looking for medium to medium light body. Um, medium to medium high carbonation. Smoothness is the most prominent impression. Never harsh or astringent. Some comments on this. The hop aromatics often have a similar quality as many New Zealand uh, Sauvignon Blanc wines uh, with tropical fruit, grassy melon, and lime aromatics. Often brewed as a hybrid style in New Zealand using a neutral ale yeast at cool temperatures. Limiting the sulfur content of the finished product is important since it can clash with the hop character. If judging in competition, the style best fits within category 12 pale Commonwealth beer. Right. Um, yeah, you want to take history? Largely defined by the original that was created at Emerson's Brewery in the with mid 90s. Uh, New Zealand Pilsner has expanded in character as the varieties of New Zealand hops have expanded in number and popularity, which has been huge in the last five, six years. Five, six, seven, eight, ten. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, with the, I feel like the hazy boom really brought a lot of New Zealand hops probably into almost, our consciousness. Realistically, probably almost ten years, honestly, because I can remember the sales guy at a whatever brewery I was working at in, what, 2014 being like, oh, Matuka, well, like freaking out about, yep. you know. And so that's almost 10 years ago. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Um, characteristic ingredients, we're looking uh, New Zealand hop varieties such as Matuka. Matuka? Matika. Whatever. Uh, Rowaka, uh, Nelson Savin. Uh, often with Pacific Jade for bittering. Other New World varieties from Australia or the U.S. may be used if they have similar characteristics. Pale base malts, Pilsner or Pale, uh, perhaps, uh, or Pale types, perhaps with a small percentage of wheat. Fairly low mineral water, typically with more chloride than sulfate. Clean lager yeast or very neutral ale yeast. Um, you want to do the style comparison? Oh, yeah. And then we'll build the recipe. Navigate back to it. Compared... To a German Pilsner. Okay. Yeah. Not as crisp or dry. So 
Ugh, again, this is a tough style to nail because you have to really have good control of your fermentation. Um, dry in the finish with a softer maltier presentation and a fuller body. Um, so not as dry, but also not as sweet. Keep it grainy. Compared to Czech uh, premium pale ale. Pale lager. I'm sorry. Yeah, no one. Having trouble reading today. Uh, it's, it's the uh, yeah, it's the barley beer. one. Uh, compared to a Czech premium pale lager, less malt complexity, cleaner fermentation, similar in balance to a Kolsch, or that's interesting. They say similar in balance to Kolsch. Okay, uh, or British golden ale, but with a hoppier aroma. Compared to any of these German styles showcasing New Zealand hop varieties with tropical citrusy fruity grassy. Uh, often with a white wine-like character. I like that they say that because the few that I've had of these, were, I would definitely Put that, <clears throat> agree with that. Yeah, uh, Should not be as hoppy or bitter in balance as an IPA, which is, again, a good tough. note. A good note, but tough to do, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's easy to overdo hops. All right. Well, should we build one? Oh, yeah. All right. So, uh, Ryan, you said you were going to talk about something to make that uh, – uh, when we were in flavor, uh, we were talking about the bready crackery. Yeah, like what? What's what's a good way, you know, to to get the the bready crackery? They said something about it, and I think wheat is a good answer. I think so too. Um, um, bis- so biscuit malt might. I think biscuit malt might be going too far over the top. Yeah, and again, we don't want com- over the top complex. We malt want less milk. complex than a check. Right. So. I'm That's, thinking Pilsner and a little bit of wheat? Uh, yeah. Um, or do you think pale would be better? I, I'm actually thinking I'm actually thinking a floor malted German Pilsner. Oh. And like a just a smidge of wheat. So like a Weirman? Yeah, Weirman floor malted. And if yeah. And then, like, maybe it doesn't matter where the wheat comes from. American wheat, whatever. Rar, doesn't matter. Just, uh, wheat malt, flaked wheat. What are we doing? Jeez. Um, flaked will help. Maybe split it down the middle. Because uh, what do we want? We want a big, white, fluffy head. Yeah, but um, we also want clarity. True. So, so that puts me towards wheat malt versus flake. Okay, wheat malt it is. Because that's going to not be as protein heavy. True. So then Carafone would probably be involved in this too, wouldn't you think? Oh, to drop some of the haze out? Well, oh. I... Carafone's going to give us what head retention, uh, like add proteins for head retention. More gonna, retention. I, I don't know, but I don't. I don't think we need the more retention because we're, we're looking for clarity. We're not necessarily yeah, looking yeah. for because we're like there's other between, ways between to, the pilsner and the wheat. We're going to have plenty of head retention. There's nothing in here that's going to kill the head. Yeah, but like we'll just throw some Irish moss in it ten minutes. Then like I don't know. That's true. <laughs> or we can or refine like use gelatin like biofine yeah. biofine or. I mean, if we really want that flavor and no haziness, then that's what we got to do. Is Carafone? Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So, hang on. Wheat, malt. Oh, malted wheat. Dang it. Rawr. No, I want malted wheat. Thank you. Breeze, wheat, malt, white. Thank you. Uh, we don't want much, right? Like a pound? What? Car- of wheat? Oh, wheat? Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, Carafone, about 
equal with the wheat, or do you want to? Yeah. All right. Here's what I have for our rest or for our grist. I want to know what you think. Eighty-three uh, percent um, for, or I guess we can round it. Eighty-four uh, percent pilsner, eight percent carafoam, eight percent wheat. And we went with Brees white wheat, and then Vireman carafoam, and Vireman floor malted Bohemian pilsner malt. Um, water. Uh, so Andy says use uh, ferment with mangrove jacks. If we can get mangrove mangrove jacks, like so last we were going to do mangrove jacks for. Can we get that? Uh, it's hard. I think we should try to get it. Yeah. Uh, he's saying the M fifty four California Lager strain. Okay. But, yeah, I'll see if we can find Mangrove Jacks, and we'll ferment with that. I also think 3470 would be... Would be acceptable. Yeah, like, 3470 has no no problem getting beat up a little bit, you know? Yeah. Um, um, all right, which hops do we want to use? Do we want to go Classic and Nelson Savine, or do we want... Uh, and, like, Mateca, or do we want to branch out and use some different stuff. Well, if we made this just... They said Pacific Jade for bittering, so let's start well, there. Well, Nelson it works fine, too, for that. Do we want to go single, or do we want to layer? Let's layer. Let's. Why right. not? If we're going to we're gonna go, let's go. All right, so we'll um, use Nelson? Well, that's Pacific Jade bittering, so we can say we used a few, but, like, this Pacific Jade has always been known for, like, your black pepper citrus. Yep. Late in the boil. So we're going to add it early. That. So we're going to add it early. So it'll be our main bittering hop. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I would say let's then let's do the one-two punch of Matuka and Kohatu. Call right, it a day. As flame out? Yeah. All right, hang on. Call it a day. Let me. Actually, I think that's fine as far as I use go, and then we'll do. Um, uh, oh. I'm in yeast. That's why, like, I'm trying. I'm like, I could have sworn I'm spelling this right. Uh, oh, that's the wrong button. That's too many IBUs because I put the wrong time in. Uh, what was the other one you said? What did I say? Matuka and Kohatu. How do you spell that? K O H A. T-U. I don't think I've uh, brewed with that one. I that's to to me or in my experience that's kind of the one of the more fruity ones. Here's a question: Do we dry hop it? No. No. Okay. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Um. All right, and then we want to do mangrove jacks. Um, M54. What's the low end of the threshold on that one? Do we know, Andy? For the, oh, for the fermentation? Mm -hmm. Mangrove jacks. Uh, I do not have the information in front of me. It's saying attenuation is 76.5%. Okay. Uh, Oh, temperature-wise? That's what I meant, yeah. Uh, 64 to 68. 
Okay, well, we'd be at 64 then, for sure. Yeah, we'd definitely be on the low side of that one. Mm-hmm. Probably lower than 64. If that's at all possible, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would, yeah Since I, we're I'll getting re- into two-stage ferments, like, we could... Right, yeah, we can, one, we can fiddle with it. Um, all right, I, again, I just I think that would attenuate too much, though. Yeah. Uh, mash profile. Uh, I'm thinking we want to be right in the middle because we want yeah. a little bit of body, but we don't want it said too much. Not dry and not too much body. Yeah, so I'm so thinking like 154, 54 to 56. <laughs> Whoa, hey now, <laughs> who is it? It's Jacqueline. Yeah, we'll do 154, and I think that'll put us okay. right where we want to be. So sounds good. Here's here's what I have. Uh, just I'll do the grist again. So we have 84% of floor malted Bohemian Pilsner malt from Vireman, uh, 8% of Carafoam from Vireman, and 8% white wheat from Brees. We're going to do uh, 40 IBUs of Pacific Jade at 60 minutes, um, and then an ounce of Kohatu and Motuka. Moteca, Motuka. Whatever. Uh, at Motuka? Zero, uh, flame out, and then we're going to ferment with Mangrove Jacks M54, California. Did we talk about water? Uh, we did not talk about water because I need to get a new water profile from here. Oh, okay. Um, from the house here? Yeah. Well, I would just say that if you are farting around with water, do soft, uh, more chloride. Yeah, yeah. We want to um, boost that chloride. And sulfate. Um, I mean, I might. This is not. The- a hop showcase, but it is a hop. Yeah, showcase. like I might bump the gypsum just a little bit, just yeah. to really bring some of that hop character forward. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. Because, like traditionally here in River Falls, we have very hard water, so you have to like really, really futz with it to soften it up and get uh, get those hops to shine. We have great stout water. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic hard. stout water. Um. Andy says that uh, M54 was a slow starter when he used it for a, uh, but it was super clean at 18C. Okay. So C2F. Uh, that's about 64. Yeah. So perfect. It's good to know. It's good to know. All right, thank you, Andy. I think that's I think that's it. I think that's the episode. That's it. Call it. All done. <laughs> All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and choose an email at feedback at blindnewstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewstudios. And you can follow us on Instagram at blindninjastudios. And I'll see you guys next week. Peace.